And there we go. We're back again for another episode of Friday Night Counter Attack. And you can tell by all of our faces, we're reunited. We're back again. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone. I could smell a lot of bait. There's no bait here. Just, just good vibes. We're all happy. Good to see stuff in our back. I think it's going to be an interesting episode, then. Obviously. It's the episode that everyone wanted. The episode where, well, I'm going to put it out there. The one that's got the most downloads from our podcast. The Q&A episode where... Oh, Everyone really? just seems to have a laugh. Yeah, I'm surprised that it was that one. I thought it'd be like one or two because I've been out the, the, the longest, but it wasn't. Uh, but no, how is everyone? Saf, it's been a while. Did your car get lost? Where you been? That was stolen. That was stolen by Sally. Yeah, it's back. good to be back, man. It's good, good to be back, man. It's been a couple yeah. of months. Has been. So it's yours and Arif's first podcast of the year. So Arif, how are you doing? Good to see you in the Octacon. <clears throat> Yeah, it's, it's good to be back. Feeling good, man. Feeling good. Can't complain. And we've got the usual. We've got Vish, we've got Raheel and Salim. Still repping the Inza Batley merch, but it's all well and good. We're here for another Q&A episode. And we had some really good questions from everyone on our social media, or mainly just Instagram. So so let me begin with Safian and Raheel. I'll give you both a question to answer. They have said, why is Arif deluded? <laughs> Raheel, do you want to answer that? Oh, please don't let Rahil answer that. No, don't, don't. Please don't let him answer. <laughs> Rahil, should I go first to keep it light? Why, why, why do I have a feeling the person who's answered this question has planned this very well? No, I think that's just, that's just Ari for you in a nutshell. I've known the guy, what, seven years now. It's been a long seven years, but uh, I think that's just Ari. I've finally come to learn that with Ari, I think a, a, a lot of the things you, he says, you have to just take with a pinch of salt. But he does, he does come out with some uh, knowledgeable and, and very good things from time to time. I think uh, Safian and Vish will vibe for me. Obviously, they've known Arif longer than me as well. But yeah, he's a Caesar sign lad anyway. We'll, we'll, we'll start it off going easy on him. I can't promise during the rest of the podcast, though, lads. <laughs> See, hearing Raheel say something nice about me this shocks me, man. Rare, rare moment. Yeah. Don't have to record that. <laughs> you off the podcast for some time. I don't want you to be off again. I want you to stay here. So <laughs> <laughs> say no more, bro. Didn't want to do one of those dirty slide tackles on you. Nah, um, yeah, I've known him for, I don't know, about since you're seven. Yo, is this an Irish tribute show or something, man? <laughs> but yeah, I've seen the transition from no beard Arif to big beard Arif, <laughs> small beard Arif. <laughs> so, um, it's been a long road, man. Um, yeah, nah, as Rohil said, some things he says are very, very knowledgeable, and you know, you think, you know what, this guy. <laughs> this guy's uh, I he reads his book, but then sometimes, uh, you know, I don't want to say too much, but sometimes he gets carried away. I'd say, still waiting for your Messi versus Ronaldo debate as well. So that's got to be in the pipeline this year. So that's, that's that's, well. Yeah, that's good. That's going to be an amazing oh, yeah, no. uh, podcast. So hopefully, we can do that, that when coming, that man. All up. You know, that one's coming. Don't worry, that one's coming. Yeah. We might as well just do it in June when Ronaldo wins the Euros again. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, man. No, the Euros could be played in England as well. That could be fun. Imagine having the Euros in our back garden at Villa Park. Sound a minute, mate. Well, if, they, if, if, they, if England if England finish first in their group and Portugal finish second, they'll face each other at Wembley Stadium. I've had a look into it, so uh, Ooh. you might get that. You yeah, might right. get the, you might you might get the Bruno Ronaldo show at Wembley. You don't know. That'd be ridiculous, man. Bruno Fernandez, Jao Felix, so many good players for Portugal coming through. Uh, this one comes in. For, oh, I'll just say the name. If you could play football anywhere in the world with the guys, so us. Uh, where would you play and why? So I'm guessing this is like any football stadium or any location or anything mm-hmm. like that. So Vish, start us off. If you could play football anywhere in the world, where would you be on a five-a-side pitch with us? He's going to say Jalander. 
Mate, obviously Old Trafford, man, that's that's where football is. And that's where, you know, 75,000 people screaming your name, man. That's just a dream. Like, just playing football there. Can, oh, mate, I, I've got no words. Literally no words. It's just Old Trafford. That's all I'm going to say. But anywhere in the world, you still stick to Manchester. Still stick to Manchester, man. Old Trafford, sold out stadium. You can't go wrong. You cannot go wrong. It's got there's so much to it, man. There's history, the energy... You know, the feeling, I don't know if Arif and Saf remember, uh, we had a college trip uh, to Old Trafford in 2012. I didn't go, I didn't go. Oh, Saf wasn't there, yeah. Oh, okay. man, Saf, you, miss, you missed out, man, you missed out. I don't know, Arif, you, you, you remember the tour where the guy gave us, uh, pulled off some grass from Old Trafford? Yeah, yeah, they do. and they don't normally, they don't normally do that. Yeah, and that grass is planted in my garden, man. Wow, man. Still there. <laughs> yeah, man. Old Trafford in your back garden. Why do you want to go there and play football? Go somewhere else in the world, man. Nah, man. Old Trafford, bro. Old Trafford. Always. Always. Nah, sick shot. Go on, Arif. Where would you go? Well, Old Trafford would be my first choice. But seeing this all been said, my second choice would probably be like, I don't know, man, the favelas in like Brazil. Mm. Like somewhere in Rio de Janeiro, somewhere like that. Because when you see pictures of people playing football there, it just looks so sick. I think I think the feeling of playing this on that sun or on the beach on the beach in Brazil, Copacabana um, Beach. The, yeah, when the when the World Cup was there and uh, when they take the camera outside the stadium, they uh, they did like a sky view, or bird's eye view, whatever it's called. Mm. Um, I think yo, that'd be crazy playing football, man. Uh, when lockdowns lifted, I don't want to be rude. I don't want to be rude and interrupt. I've just got an image in my head. Now we've all seen Aris play on the farthest side pitching a flat surface. <laughs> now imagine one of these shots. Imagine one of these shots in a, on a beach. <laughs> look, look, all the rest of the time we've done. Imagine, Wait, imagine him just done. like just headshotting sure. some kid, some kid getting absolute headshot. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just make extra worst, score. My, worst my holiday ever. Or if someone ran into him, they'll get Tell us and all the all the viewers of the podcast what you what happened to your football today, please. Tell us. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so okay, <laughs> let me, let me first explain. Yeah, so this is this is the closest park to me, right? Mm. And the pitch is like Conference North, probably a lot worse. So I'm dribbling, and the ball just happens to bubble up last minute, and of course I strike it. It's gone all the way into the road on the side. Larry's come, <laughs> obviously must must have seen it. Ran straight over it. I'm like, here's pop. But luckily, you know, I always, I, luckily, I had another ball in the back of my car. Um, you know, I always carry. Man, again, luckily, I had the ball. Luckily, the lorry driver got away for it. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, you know, it's the thing that has happened. But if, you know, I'm gonna take a, I'm gonna take a picture of the pitch that I play on. I'm gonna post it on the, um, on the Friday night counter attack uh, Instagram page. I'm gonna show you like how bad the pitch is. It's it's a terrible pitch. It's not my fault. So it was a terrible bubbly pitch, but you want to play on the sand? <laughs> I think uh, okay, maybe not. Then I'll just prefer playing on like concrete. We might as well put a note out for the lorry driver that if if you if you watch this, you can put a claim in on that. <laughs> so that was my here. favorite ball as well, man. But you know, I said to really, it gives me an excuse to get that new Premier League ball, which is actually fire. <laughs> That's a new design as well. It looks quite nice. It looks incredible, man. Engraved and everything like that. 
Uh, Vish and Saf, and probably Arif as well. You've got another guest joining, Saf, what we'd invite a, fa- a fan favorite from previous episodes. So, who's but, that? There he is, yes, yes. Sanjay Kohli. Good to see you. Special guest appearance. No, not a bad surprise. What are you saying? Yeah, Sanjay, how are you? You're right, bro. Yeah, good guys. How are you? Good Good to see you, Sanjay. Thanks for, thanks for coming on at short notice. Thank you for the, you for it's the good to have someone not deluded on here for a change. <laughs> you, you, haven't, you, haven't, you, haven't missed, you haven't missed anything, you haven't missed anything so far. You haven't missed anything so far. We're just taking a mic out your for about 10 minutes. The usual. The usual. Standard. <laughs> <laughs> you kept this one quiet, man. Bro, Hamza, Hamza kept... Uh, he gave me an offer I couldn't refuse. So. Oh, That's what I do. That's what I do. Welcome, man. Welcome. Good to Thank see you, you again, Sanjay. Uh, but yeah, we're just doing another Q&A, so I thought you could get involved and it'll be quite fun. We're just taking it in turns, really. Let's go for me and Salim. Salim, best play you never saw play? So I'm guessing this means you never saw them live or you never saw live. them in your um, in your lifetime. So probably someone like Pele or Croy for Mateo or something like that. Oh, before before my time. Yeah. Before our time, I guess. Right now, he's thinking Grealish. Dion no, Dublin. He's, he's... he's thinking Dion Dublin. Now, nah. I'll, go for, I'll go first. I've got a few. Um, Eusebio, for example, who's an absolute amazing goal scorer for Portugal. He got them really far in the 66 World Cup and is someone that literally brought Portuguese football a lot further than it was. Johan Cruyff, I'm a big fan of, ever since I bought that orange jumper, which I got from somewhere or other. But I was big, a big fan of learning about Johan Cruyff when Maradona passed away. Remember that episode when uh, I was like, I'm not really a fan of older players because I don't know about them. But when you learn about players... I thought that was quite fascinating for me personally. And probably the last one I would say is probably George Best, Man United legend, someone who's really done so much in the game and the original playboy of football, someone that you thought, if he was around in this day and age, he'd just be the superstar of football. And that's someone that amazing skills week in, week out on those ridiculously awful pitches, I would say, in Manchester and around the country at the time. So you say George Best and Johan Cruyff, I would say, for three players I'd never seen live. Salim, who you thought of? You know, for Probably Steve Staunton. No, no, it's going to be Cruyff for me, I think. There's Pele, Maradona, Cruyff. but Cruyff. Cruyff just has something about him for me. The fact he created a, a move of his own. I found that fascinating. Yeah, now. Everyone uses move. it normally. So we're going yeah, for Johan. That's, that's a move and a half still. Mm. Yeah, I love using the move, so I can, just have to go for it. Can get, you out of, can get you out of trouble out of the tightest of situations, man. Even someone like me, who's not very skillful, can do the Cruyff turn. And yeah. It's, it's a very easy skill to learn, which is really good. Yeah. All right, Sanjay Rahil, let's go. Who is your favourite underrated player of all time? All time? Okay, that's, that's broad. For me, it's going to be Michael Carrick, purely because of the reason of just for Manchester United. And I think he's a player that's gone under the radar purely because of the players he was playing with at the time. Mm. Obviously, with, with Carrick, when he was mainly at the top of his game for United, it was obviously he had players like Rooney, Ronaldo, Giggs, Scholes. And I think when you've got like them four or five players around you, it's very hard for you to stand out. I think with Carrick, he was just one of them players where he just he, he went under the radar because he made the game look so simple. Mm. And I think people can probably say um, it's probably because he had good players playing around him, which it probably, probably is a reason why he stepped up so much. But then on the flip side, we've seen a lot of players that have slotted into teams and played with other big players, but they haven't really shown that they're capable of playing with the big boys, if you could call it that. And I think with Carrick coming, obviously, through uh, from West Ham to Tottenham and then to United... I think you see him grow as a proper Premier League player. And he's just personally one of my favourite uh, players of all time. 
So, uh, yeah, Michael Carrick for me. How much would you say you'd be worth in today's market? Prime Michael Carrick. Prime Michael Carrick. See, what, what, I think whatever I say, is good. everyone's going to probably laugh and say it's stupid, but it's because he's an underrated player. But I think Carrick in this day and age probably could go for around 60, 70 million. Yeah, I agree. I think that's a lot of players. I think if you look at like so many players that played in the Premier League like 10, 10 15 years ago, or even 10 years ago, they go for crazy amounts of money in this day and age. Mm. Mm. Sanjay Yorga, favorite underrated player. My my favorite, maybe not the best, but my favorite. It had to, it had to be Jason Park, you know. That's a very good show. And I'll tell you why, because like he, I don't know, but he always he always came on in big games, and he always he was just always there, man. He just always delivered. He was just very reliable. His hair would bounce when he was running. It was just funny, man. It was entertaining. Yeah, yeah it was just a good vibe overall. And um, yeah, man, it was, yeah, you never heard anything bad about him. So he, he was my favourite as a United fan as well, obviously. But yeah. He's doing media work, I think, for South Korean oh, TV. Yeah, I think he's an ambassador for United over in Korea. So. Yeah. Oh, yes. man, Love that. <laughs> These two players are Champions League winners. The Premier League winners. People listening will be like, oh, yeah, they're just another player in the squad. But they clearly had an influence in Sir Alex Ferguson's greatest ever team, really. One of his greatest ever teams, yeah, I, I should say. Carrick pretty much won everything, every, every, like literally every trophy at United in bar the Super Cup he played in. We lost against Zenit, but I think apart from that, mm. Carrick pretty much won every single trophy for us. Yeah, him and Rooney were like the most decorated Englishmen uh, in, the, in the game currently. And they're both retired recently mm. as well, which is good. What an era. Uh, let's go for Vishal and let's go for Arif. Dream guest for the podcast. Vish, who's your dream guest for the podcast? Sir Alex Ferguson. Not um, Jose. Not Jose. Uh, no, not Jose. <laughs> uh, Sir Alex, man, just to kind of, you know, get to know him, get to understand, like, he's done so many interviews, there's so many um, different documentaries. The documentary's coming out next month as well. Um, on Amazon Prime. Prime. Yeah, so that that'll be good. But just to, you know, get to see see what he's like really, like understand his mentality, because everyone says he he had a shared bit of luck and whatnot, um, with all the referee dramas and all that kind of stuff. And but when you look at it, he's the best manager in football in the past, today and in the future. There'll never be a manager like Sir Alex Ferguson. Um, so just you know that would be that would be fascinating to get to speak to that would be my dream uh, guest on the podcast Arif I'm guessing something, someone similar maybe probably the same person you know I think, you know think Arif's going to probably go for Dana White <laughs> give him the background <laughs> you know what you know what you know what's mad well weird the first person that come into my head I don't know why it's Tyson Fury he's not he's <laughs> not it's not, it's not directly football related, but he's a Man United fan. I think, I don't know why, but he's the first person that came into my head. And I think uh, he'd be a crazy guest to have because of his character. And of course, he's a big Man United fan. And I think we'd get more than just football out of him. So that, that would probably him. be my dream one. Yeah, 100%. You can learn so much. I mean, he's, he's in his respective career, he's done it all. Have you read um, his book? No, I haven't. I've got his book, but I still need to read it, man. I, I haven't yeah. read it yet. Read it. It's but worth I, reading, personally. Yeah. Enjoyable. Yeah. But yeah, he could give us... he give so much more than just football. He can give football and much more, so I'll probably have him on, on, the, on the podcast. Uh, let's go for Safian and Salim. One player you love from a rival team slash country? As in right now, retired? Whichever. <clears throat> we'll keep it open. I love to watch. Like, who, who do you like from another team that isn't Chelsea, basically? 
Oh, plays in Chelsea. Yeah. I really, one player that I really, really liked watching, but I never ever said it was um, Scholes. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, this guy was quality, bro. He's the best midfielder of all time, man. In England, yeah, in his time, he probably was. No, and, and, and that's another thing. And that's another thing. Um, obviously, he did. He did get a lot of. Um, you know, he he was, he was known for his. Uh, you know, for his playing style. But I think he was, he wasn't given the respect and um, the credit he deserved playing that way. Even like players like Xavi and Iniesta have said, this guy is the greatest midfielder ever. And just watching him play. Was you know like eyegasmic? Eyegasmic is that your term, sir? Are you, are you trademarking that? That's my term. You know what? If I was skulls, though, I wouldn't care what anyone else says. If I got people like you know, Iniesta and Javi telling me that I'm the best player they've ever played against, uh, Zidane, that, Henry, that, that, a few others, yeah, and you're all these players, that that's, that's enough. You know, when you got the best players ever telling you you're the best player ever. I think that's enough, man. As as a, as a pundit, come on, he's a bit dead here, but. You know, as a player, for me, he's a great pundit because he's, he's something else. As a player, he was like, you know, the greatest midfielder, even though, yeah, you can name another oh. few, but in terms of playing style, nah, I don't think there, there, was, there was one like Skulls. Salim, that's a player you, you like watching from our team. I'm guessing it's the Man City player, given our couple of episodes. Nah, it's, it's a hard one, this one. There's quite a few players that I like from other teams, actually, but it's, it's a tight one because KDB's up there. Obviously, mm-hmm. then like um, Ozil's up there. Uh, even Rooney used to enjoy watching. Obviously, CR7's up there. Probably Alexis Sanchez, I think, until he got ruined. Until he ruined him. Until he, until he, until until he, until he ruined Sanchez, him himself. Like before, before United, basically, to everything that he did before. Basically, until he turned it to a real training session and knew it's not for him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so until he got 400 grand a week. That's the truth. He into training. And I've seen how these guys were training and he got he got scared straight away, obviously Kunaki. He wanted to go back to snowflake training. Yeah, basically him. Basically Sanchez as well. Uh he, he could have been something special for us, man. It's just another one of these players that just come in, take the money and leave. And it's really annoying <sighs> to see. He scored a couple goals for us, but nothing really that memorable. There's just the FA Cup just... semi-final who I who I really like when he scored that one one goal. But that's all I can remember personally from Sanchez. Mm, he scored that goal. Awesome at the Emirates, which is pretty good. Seeing as it is all, yeah. Name them on your hand, really. Some players you want to fill their pockets, and some players you want greatness. Do you know what I mean? And you know what? If you want to fill your pockets, that's fair enough. That's I got nothing against that. But he's he's obviously not someone who wanted greatness. Otherwise, he would have he would have been a success. But he wasn't. I mean, what more do you, what more what more facilities do you want? You're at one of the greatest, and you are at the biggest football club in the world, and you can't and you can't turn up to a football match. Like, that's ridiculous. Go on, so you on about the Inter Milan part. <laughs> I mean, look, there's, 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 really, there's no point saying that. No, but mentioning Inter Milan is, is worth looking at because if you think about it, all right, they said it was United's fault, they ruined him. He didn't. The truth is, that Man United, he got played in every position he wanted to. He got yeah. given that amount to run the games that he wanted to. So why is it nice? He's going to Inter Milan. He's blamed United. He's going to Inter Milan and he's struggling to get games. Mm. They prefer they playing Ashley Wing on the left wing, Ashley Young on the wing uh, sometimes over Sanchez. And it's mainly Lukaku and Martinez who have got uh, interesting on the top of the field. Mm. And it's definitely not down to talent because we've seen what no, he but can I, do. I, I, I do agree with Sal. I do agree with Sal. Him at the top of his game is a brilliant player to watch. Like watching him at Arsenal, even watching him play for Chile as well, like in the World Cup, the Copa America, he's a brilliant player to watch at the top of his uh, career. I think 
we're all probably just disappointed that it probably didn't last longer for him, regardless of whether it was for Manchester United or not. Yeah, so I said earlier in one of our podcasts, you hate to see when a player goes down in form and it's just not enjoyable for anyone, the player, the fans, whoever, really. And it's just one of these things that's happened for him. And even with Conte's system, they play, what, 3-5-2? And then they'll play rather Barella on the wings and they'll play the two, Lautaro and Lukaku up front. But you're not getting rid of Lukaku or Lautaro Martinez at the moment. One of the most formidable strike partnerships in world football at the moment. And what, yesterday they won 3-0 or 3-1 against AC Milan. Sanchez has it all to work out if he is to work it out at Inter Milan as well. Uh, Raheel and I will go for this one. If you could go back in history and watch one game, not the team you support, which game would it be? Oh. I'm guessing this would mean in history in the stadium. That's First, a very good question. Huh? I'm annoyingly. Oh, I can't say Man United '99 because we support them, obviously. I'm thinking. Yeah, I would. I would. I would have said Moscow, but I want to answer one as well in this. I want to. I'm thinking what World I've Cup final answer. nine. Oh, I know what Salim's going to say. Your City was. Go on. He's going to say City QPR. I, was gonna, we... I actually wasn't going to say that. I actually wasn't going to say that. Go for it. Go but... I'm still thinking. Yeah, no, so my, my choice, no, honestly, my choice would have been that Barca 6-1 at PSG, against PSG at the new Camp. That would have been mine. That would have been scenes. But but now that you've said the Man City one, I'd rather pick that. But yeah. Oh, okay. Never mind. Oh, it's a um, tie. It's a tie. Isn't it? You shouldn't have let him man, to be honest. Don't worry. It's all, it's all well and good. Who could I think about? I'm thinking 1966 World Cup final, but I might have got racially abused in the crowd, so I'm not sure <laughs> if that would have worked. I'm trying to think. Father Liverpool, Liverpool, Milan. Ooh, Liverpool won in nah. the minute, so... Forget that. <laughs> this is a toughie one. I'd rather watch fucking Brighton and Burnley play than watch you, that. You, I, I think it will be an international game for me. It would be something like Brazil versus Germany 2002, something like that in Korea or Japan. Not because I'm in the Japanese show. I want to watch that, that England game versus uh, Greece. Beckham. I think it was at Old Trafford. That's good to then take, take us into the World Cup. tournament. No, I support England, so I can't even say England. No, it's too tricky. Too, too it's tricky. very tricky, I'm still thinking. But it's a very good question if I asked it. So fair play to whoever asked it. I'm still thinking, man. It'll have Probably to be a big... Classic or somewhere down the line. No, I'm thinking... I'm thinking countries Gareth, for some reason. I don't ask Gary. I just want to say Conor McGregor. Oh, I know. I know. It's like Tyson Fury Deontay Wilder. I know. That Champions League, I think, was it a semi-final? Barcelona versus Chelsea when Iniesta scored that... Uh, I think uh, yeah, that yeah. shot from outside. I want to be there. That, oh my nah, god! Man. Oh, yeah, that yeah. Man nah, man. I want to be there. Did that result? I wanted Chelsea to get again in the final. Would have won another Champions League, boy. Yeah. Uh, but I still, I still want to be there. Like that was a, that was crazy, man. Oh man, uh, I watched it in like more different languages of commentary and all sorts, man. It's, it's, it's a mad moment. That oh, it's cold. It's not. It's not every day when our podcast is silenced and stumped like this. So you know what? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm going to pick this one game purely because of the situation they were in, mm. and the goal this guy scored. And him obviously being probably my, one of my favorite players, if not my favorite of all time. Ronaldo. And it's going to. It's, it's going to have to be the greatest of all time. It's going to be have to be. It's going to have to be that game against Juventus when he scored that overhead kick. Because I think oh, watch, watch, watching it on watching it on the TV, like obviously after the goal's gone in, and the, literally the whole stadium. He's just in awe of this guy. And I think being there, it would have just been crazy, man. But it is, it is a very, very hard question. But I'll pick that purely because of the goal he scored. Brilliant. All that game against Atletico, I think it was 3-0 down, aggregate. Yeah, like that was before, in the comeback, be, yeah. Yeah, before, before the game, a few days before, he was, he was saying, uh, he told someone, don't worry, watch, we'll come back. 
and everyone is saying, everyone is taking the piss out, not going to happen, not going to happen. Of course, the GOAT does what he always does. I think there's so many games. Like, imagine, imagine, imagine being in a stadium when uh, Troy Deeney scored that goal for Watford against Leicester. Oh, yeah, that was... Yeah, imagine that being was there then, because oh, the whole time we still didn't even go and all the fans were on, on the pitch. There's, I think the sport's so beautiful. I don't think, like, we'll put this on our social media after the game and it'll be very hard for everyone to just put their finger on one game. Definitely. Yeah, it's just too many moments, man. Like, football's, like, football's a sport, one of the very few sports where it produces consistent moments like this and that's why it's the most popular sport all over the world. Sorry, Vish, go for, uh, you wanted to say something about that question. Yeah, so, you know, the uh, greatest uh, moment if you were going to be in the stadium for... Um, Vish, I can't see you. Con- the, the, you can't see me. You've turned the camera off. You nope. can't see me. No. You can't see me. Yeah. <laughs> I can see you. That's Tina. <laughs> you did Tina. You get, yeah, so in terms of, like, moments, I was thinking the World Cup final from 2006 when um, Zidane's last game. That's a shout. Honestly, good shout out. Penalties as well. It, penalties and, you know, the feeling of being in the stadium where, you know, France's best player in history, Zidane gets sent off for a headbutt, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's mad. Fe- feeling that atmosphere. Oh, mate, it, it's just incredible, man. So mm-hmm. that, that was, that was uh, one game that came to my mind while you guys were talking. But yeah, I man, wish he kept his head in that game more, man. Oh, no. Yeah, I felt I so sorry for him. I've never felt sorry for a football player like Zidane from another team. Yes. It, it was it's such a sad picture to see him walk down the tunnel. And, what, what, uh, why why do you feel Cup. sorry for him? Why do you feel sorry? Because he, he lost his shit and he reacted. So why do you feel sorry for him? Bro, it, it, it's Zidane, isn't it? Like, obviously, before yeah, he lost his... Man, before he lost... Insulted his mother, Yeah, but... No, but you, you know, know I'm, probably with, I'm probably with Sanjay on this one, you know, like, obviously, he's the captain of his country. He's worked hard. He played brilliant throughout the tournament, got him to the final. And then pretty much the last, at the last minute when his match, he's let his uh, teammates down in a way. And they still did pretty well to take it to uh, extra time extra time and then penalties. Mm. Like, defended really well. If, if, if Zidane was there, would the game have gone one, two extra time and yeah. penalties? And uh, if it didn't, penalties, wrong, would felt, Zidane have won it for them? I felt bad for him. Like, I didn't want to see it, but... I'm not. I don't feel so like he deserved it, innit? That's a good one. <laughs> you know? Bro, he headbutted back. That's what you like, Sanjay. <laughs> he headbutted yeah. Matarazzi all the way back to Italy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Matarazzi you're right, knew but... what he was doing in terms of what yeah, he said. Like, no, and, and, you know, he knew what he was doing. Reality is sometimes there's there's things that mean more. So for him, even though football was his it was his sport, but. There must have been something outside of football that you know Matarati triggered because he knew that that was going to trigger him. So yeah, and no, I understand that. But then the best thing for Zidane would have been he stayed on the pitch, won the game, and then gone to Matarati after and headbutted him. Because then he got the trophy. He got the World Cup. But I understand if it was something personal, he said it at the time. Everyone reacted differently. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I think like on a football pitch. I was going to say on a football pitch, like, th- there's like a line of sort of like, you know, you say bad things, but, you know, you, you don't cr- cross that line. But then he shouldn't have reacted. He should have, you know, showed his class on the pitch, won the trophy. And then, you know, as Ari Raheel said, go and headbutt him. 
That was a mad game that came out of mini clips. Oh. You like remember mini clips? Yeah, that Rooney. The mad yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, was that Rooney one? Oh, yeah, that was a sick yeah, game yeah. still. That was yeah, a mad it was, game. It's Rooney trying to headbutt Ronaldo, innit? Yeah, Ronaldo. Yeah, Euros. Yeah, yeah. Let's just round up what we all said. I'm going to stick with Germany versus Ger- Germany versus Brazil in Japan, Korea 2002. That was my first World Cup, so I'll stick with that. Ronaldo scoring two, and that Brazilian side was just incredible. Uh, Salim said. Six one. I'll stick with the Man City one instead, just for the scenes at the end and the pitch invasion. I would have been part of everything. Yeah, just that. That It's just the way that Aguero did it. You know, all the hope was gone, and then you know, four minutes at a time. And why are we even talking about this, man? Can we know the we know what happens after that? Moving on. Now, so everyone said this, didn't they? But you said it to me. No, I didn't because I can't even think of one. (laughs) I I would, I would go with Troy Deeney's one still. Yeah, and knock out, knock out, missed the penalty in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's yeah. Really Almunia saves. Almunia saves again. Yeah, I probably changed my about it. I probably go with the Euro 2016 final. You know, Ronaldo getting yeah. subbed off and becoming yeah. the assistant but like, manager. But like, yeah, but like being there with the Portugal fans. Because think about it, your best player's gone off, and you're again playing against France in a final in France's own backyard, and you're dominated by the support there. Your best player's gone. Literally, all the odds, odds are stacked against you. And then some fringe player that probably Portuguese fans probably didn't hear of much. Ed comes on and just wins it for him. I would have been mad and seeing Ronaldo obviously at the end. But yeah, there's so many games we can talk about, but it would be here all night. We could do a whole episode on it. But like Rahil said, we'll put it on our Instagram. And if anyone actually yeah. wants to respond back to it, we'd love to hear your suggestions. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go for Sanjay and Rahil. Let's go. What is your favourite stadium outside of England? Everyone wants to be foreign this week, which is good. Uh, so yeah, Sanjay, what's your favourite stadium outside of England? I've always wanted to go to uh, Porto's Porto's I can't remember the name of it the Dragao Stadium Dragao yeah man I just I, I used to watch it on look at it on FIFA and after that when I was a kid I used to play FIFA and it just looked incredible so every time I saw it on TV as well um, it just looked sick man I just like the design of it uh, the vibe of it yeah just always wanted to go there for some reason the vibe was missing last week when there's in an empty stadium, like most crowds in the pandemic at the moment. Mm. It's just such a there's such an aura about that place in Portugal, and it's such a wonderful atmosphere to be in. The team ain't doing great every now and then, but they did well against Juventus recently. Yeah. Rahil, what about you? It's a very tough one, you know. I'm guessing this is in terms of where you want to visit or where you want to go for a game, basically. So that helps the question at all. No, it's too hard. I'll be honest with you. Go on, everyone else can think of. Interjects. Uh, I, I, I don't want to go Dortmund. Dortmund, packed out Dortmund. Yeah, packed out Dortmund Stadium. I think they've got one of the best fans in the world. Um, definitely a Dortmund match, especially the way they're playing football right now as well. Mm. So yeah, mine would be Dortmund. Mine would be the mine would be like a cheesy trip to Argentina as you do. And one of those Ooh, River Plate versus yeah. uh, Boca Juniors. My, Probably, my, yeah, my Duolingo yeah, Spanish yeah. would get me so far and my Google Translate Spanish would get me so far, but I'd enjoy <laughs> the whole 90 minutes, the whole atmosphere. And it's just something that, yeah, as a that football be, fan, you need to enjoy a proper derby as a neutral. Yeah, that's 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 basically. definitely on the bucket list. That that has to be on the bucket list, the football fan. Or the, the one in Ukraine. I don't know I don't know which one it is, but there's one now, in I don't want to get racially abused in Ukraine. I'm not trying I don't to go to Ukraine. Ukraine yeah. I'm going to Ukraine, <laughs> yeah. You go by yourself. You hey, can you drive there. It's cool. You know don't what? I'm just told you, you know. I'll probably go Galatasaray, you know. Them fans go. Yeah, I was just about to say. Literally just about to say. You're basically going to watch a football match and get four-way display at the same time. 
My sister's in Istanbul, so Aisha, if you're listening, hopefully the fans get to come back and I'll come see Galatasaray v Besiktas. She lives near the stadium, actually, which is quite nice. The Besiktas stadium. That's sick. Uh, I've always don't wanted say, to go don't to... Don't say Etihad. Don't say Etihad. Don't say Etihad. Sorry, you were saying. I've always wanted to go to, like, either sort of the Bernabeu or the New Camp to watch, like, Messi or Ronaldo play, but I'd have to change that now to, obviously, the Juventus Stadium or the New Camp. Yeah. Or the Etihad, if you lose that. Yeah. Well, if he joins the Pride of Manchester, he joins in it. That's that's life. I'd rather go play with David Moyes at West Ham, seeing as they're probably going to get European football this year if they keep it up. The message should just go back to uh, Neil's old boys, man. Of so team in Argentina, man. That's what you should do. Call, call it, it a day, man. Because his face point, looks like he wants to call it a day. Does. At some point, he probably does. He looks like mm. he's he looks like he's done now, man. Yeah, you, know you reckon? Yeah, you think so? No, Ronaldo you obviously is still. So? I'm an expert looks... on this. Yeah, there we go. He looks done, man. This one's for everyone. So, have you, man, ever entered a five-a-side tournament before? If you have, <laughs> did you win? So, have we ever entered a five-a-side tournament before? I haven't been part of it, if you've done it before. and did We you have win? as a group, but I've, yeah, I've been in five-a-side tournaments. And the answer to that is no. No. Well, well, I think yeah. I've, We've got half later some... in the year as well, so... Sorry, Salim. No, I've entered some. Sorry, I've entered some, but it's really hard because the people that enter, they normally play together like all the time. Whereas yeah, for us, like we yeah, mix teams yeah. up and stuff. So I'd say like FNF kind of is like a mini tournament when you think about it. Like mm. every week it's, you know, intense. And, uh, and there's like, different people every week at FNF. Yeah, you've got your core, like the core of the teams are the same and then you just switch like the odd ones really. Yeah, but yeah, definitely. we Arif normally loses every week. So you can't say yeah. I'm not. not not FNF, not FNF. Um, yeah, you know, my, win, my win record, my win record is about I would say about eighty-five to ninety percent win 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 rate uh, last year. But you know, yeah, that's when me and Raheel don't play in it. All right, bro. <laughs> that's just like that's like. Do you know me? Arif win win percentage went to the roof. Our our win streak was longer than Man City's current win streak. Basically, and they have times yeah. it by three in it because we used to play three games every oh, that, that's week not as well. That's and I remember I come to I just for you remember I come to a point where Arif basically every week would say Sal and Raheel can't play together. <laughs> and then you say bring in like new players well, every week. Well, <laughs> it, co- it it comes down to you know Raheel wanting to be the main uh, the team selector, right? Um, no, no. And 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 you know the teams are set up the way he wants them to be set no, up. Okay. And, you know, because so so uh, many times Arif said to me, "That's fine. I've bought two good, very very good players." You know, whenever I ever said that, whenever I ever said that, you know, I've never said that. I've never. I feel sorry for Rahat personally. I feel sorry for Rahat just being bigged up and then he just gets tackled every time he cuts in on his left foot. If I can tackle him, then everyone can tackle him. So, sorry, Rahat. Uh, next one we've got is this is an odd one, but I think you kind of get the gist of it. Who takes the last-minute free kick to save Earth? Oh, it's it's one of those, isn't it? Oh. So like, you basically choose a free kick taker, or it's, it's like <laughs> that NBA thing. If Earth is gonna go, who shoots the three points of basketball? So this is a free kick taker. So who's your favorite free kick taker? Janino uh, oh. from Le- from Leon, I would say. Janino from Leon or David Beckham for me. Ooh, for me, it's either. Connor Horihan or James Ward-Prowse? Yeah, I'm going to go with James Ward-Prowse right now. Right now. If someone asks me right now, uh, I'm going with James Ward-Prowse. I'd say Beckham. Yeah, Beckham's been there, Beckham done that. That's why I said Beckham as well. 
He literally did it. Yeah, like, but he's not been playing football for a while. If someone asked you right now, who do you want to take? Oh, I think not retired players like right now. I just yeah, read literally it as... like the earth's about to end right now. You'd want okay, someone well... who's still playing football, right? Okay, someone present then. So I'll be honest, yeah, if, if, if it's right now, I'm just going to give it to Bruno Fernandes. So you basically want it to end then? Gonna hit the wall. It depends, but it also depends where the free kick is, though, because Bruno Fernandez it's more closer to it. Needs to be more close to goal, just outside the box. If the answer was Bruno Fernandez, the question would be if there was like an illegitimate penalty given that you need to then you'd say Bruno Fernandez. Here we go. Then the answer is Bruno. I'm looking around for the pillow anyway, lads. My ghost sleep was the sub story begins. I've not even said anything this time. You know, so who are you every, thinking about? I'm thinking, I'm thinking Roberto Carlos. But we just said just now, bro. Yeah, but I'm saying for the ones that we're one else answered, isn't it? Let me yeah, but you know what? Right, right now, Roberto Carlos could probably step, step up and take a bad man free kick. He's <laughs> probably good. Still doing and that so outside might, the boot against might, France. Uh, he, might, uh, he might pull something, man. Bro, he still says feet, you know. The geezer runs up and down that um, famous beach, bro, every day. Oh, sir. Yeah, yeah. But if, it's all, if it's all time, I'm saying Beckham. Yeah, all time, I said yeah. Beckham or Janino. Currently, I don't know. I'll stick I think, not, I think pretty much if you look at it, the, the game's changed so much. There's not many really that many good free kick takers. Like Messi, Ronaldo, step up here and there for a, a free kick yeah, and bury it. Chalo Hogg is really good for AC Milan. Yeah. I can think of Chalo. To be fair, Neymar to be sometimes. Fair, I, watched, I watched a recent video of Beckham <clears throat> uh, hitting the crossbar from the halfway line, man. So he he probably still still be able to bang in that free kick. Ericsson's a very good uh, free kick specialist. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Therefore, one matter, one matter as well, just that's what the box is normally good. Probably not long distance, but we all forgot De Bruyne, man. I don't even know how good it's been this season. Like, uh, there's, there's, there's no really yeah, that injury. consistent in terms of free kick, in my opinion. Probably Ward Price, you know. Yeah, probably has probably to his, I think if you look at his probably goals to the amount of free kicks he's taking, he's probably got the best stats. Next question we've got. Uh, favorite Bundesliga players ever? Philip Lahm. What Love the guy. player, lad. What player? You look uh, at this guy and you think you think he should be going to school tomorrow and not going to play football. <laughs> and you look at that man. You look at that man of cup finals he's played in and the, the big games he's played in and he's been probably the smallest player on the pitch. And he's played he's played in two different positions as a CDM and as a right back and sometimes left back as well. So to a player of that size and to play in so many different positions and win so much, Schoenstag is a good shot. Probably have him as number two. But yeah, mine is uh, Iron Robin. Well, when he when he when he was at uh, Bayern Munich, anyway. Was For it Arjen Robin in Bundesliga? Was it Arjen Robin on FIFA's Bayern Munich, Arif? Which one? Yeah, it was both. 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 I, could, I couldn't hack it. Arjen Robin on FIFA playing against Bayern Munich on random online. I, I, I love. I loved, I I I love playing with him on FIFA. But both, man, I used to love watching him. The only reason I used to watch Bayern Munich play sometimes is because of him. Always used to watch his highlights, etc. His left foot was absolutely probably had the best left foot around then. His left foot was like he—he he wasn't a hit and miss left foot. It was it hit nearly every single time. You knew if he gets in that right position outside the box, he's scoring. He, what well, he did, he, he did against Man United as well in that Champions League. Oh, that was hard. That, that was that was that was heartbreaking. But That's yeah, I, I, I love I love watching hey, him play, man. Oh, the referee robbed us, mate. Salim, can you rob yeah. me? Please, definitely. <laughs> nah, that was an awful yeah. game. PTSD from that game. I went to watch Man United versus Bayern Munich in 2014 when it was Moyes versus Guardiola and. 
Watching Philip oh, Lamp in, in CD. Vidic scored that goal. Yeah, Vidic scored, Schweinsteiger scored. Well bet yeah. with that um, disallowed goal that was wrongly uh, given given us a foul. But oh, you know that, what always stands out from that game for me is when Daniel Welbeck was one on one with Noya and he fucking but if I was in the stadium, I'm like, I don't know how you controlled it. Oh no, I, I lost I lost my voice in, in that first 10 minutes by screaming at Welbeck. I was furious. One on one through a goal, <laughs> first 10 minutes of the game. Like what the actual and then just loads of FFs and explicit language. We won't say on the podcast, but I was I was so upset with Danny Welbeck. I was just like, you know what? It's the best keeper in the world. Why are you trying to do something like that? But uh, but yeah, back to it anyway. Watching Philip Lam in that holding midfield role with Rafinha as a right back, I was like. Guardiola's kind of doing something here, but the, the man just dictated play like he's been in centre midfield for years. And that's something that only a truly intelligent player can do. From being a fullback, from being right back, left back for all his career, to be a year or two in CDM, running the show at Old Trafford against uh, probably not one of the best Mayak teams I've seen, but still a decent attack. We had Kigawa, uh, Rooney, Welbeck, and uh, I think Valencia started that game as well. He just ran. I shit. always say he didn't break a sweat. Players can do world class things. Simple as that. Lam, Schweinsteiger, Lewandowski, a big fan of uh, Sancho, obviously. I'm a big fan of Jaden Sancho right now. He's doing really well. Haaland, obviously. But Royce, Marco Royce. Marco mm, Royce. Royce shout. Fun player to watch. And he's been there and done that a lot for Bayern Munich. Uh, Bruce Dortmund, sorry, as well. Wish he'd done a move, though, to like go to, uh, come to the Premier League or something like that. But I'd love to see happen. Lewandowski in the Premier League. Would have been fun. Oh yeah, he would have run the show for us as well if we got him instead of RBP. Mm. Sorry, Sanjay, Salim, Safian, go for it. Favorite. Yeah, I was going to say, what's the next question? But no, right, yeah. go for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little Philip. Well, I agree with I agree with Arif, man. Robin was just he was just like man. he was like a rifleman. Do you know what I mean? He was just on it. He was savage. Um, and then Lewandowski as well, just clinical. There's 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 quite a few still, but. If I was to pick one, it'd probably be uh see I can't I can't pick one, that's the problem. Philip Lahm and Robin are both at the same level for me because like one Philip Lahm never ever been sent off. Yeah, mm. that's that's crazy for a defender. And Robin, he used to do the same run down that down that side every single time and no player could stop him. No player could stop him. So for me it's both of them, but I I don't know if I was to pick one, if I had to pick one. It'd probably be... I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I what about, what about After all that, it's just, I don't know. I think if I had to pick one, if I had to pick one, it'd be, his name would be Philip Robin. Let's see that. Way. What about yeah. um, Ribery? He was up there. Mm, yeah, love, love Ribery. Yeah. Ballon d'Or top three that year as well, 2013. And probably like, oh, for me, that what's his name? That Kimmich? Or whatever Kimmich? Josh whatever, Kimmich. How you Kimmich. Mean, he's Kimmich. a class player, man. He's class. And uh, probably Thomas Muller, I think. He's been quite consistent over the last sort of 10 years. Thomas so. Muller is so underrated. He's unreal. So mm. unreal. That guy, yeah, he's a beast. He's a beast. Yeah, but cons- consistent, consistent delivery, right? That's consistent mm. dominance for what? 10, yeah, yeah years. very rare. You know what he is? He's, a, he's an Audi. If I was to compare him to a car, he's an Audi. He's consistent all the way through. When you say Thomas Muller, I just think of that 2010 quarterfinal. We're going back in time again, but... Man, that, that game when they just counterattacked in the second half, that was awful for us. But he just did so much so young and has done so much in his career. And the last question was, has Saf's car gone missing? But nah, Saf's back, so that's fine. The other one was, how far are West Ham getting in the Champions League? So, if they make the Champions League. <laughs> We've actually talked about West Ham um, a lot this podcast as well. 
like this the last couple of podcasts. Mate, it's the Jay Ling's effect. David Moyes and Jay Ling's they're they're doing it together. That's all Moyes he does. He finds a player he likes and he brings him to his next club. Yeah, it's not like previously with Yanazai Fellaini. Wasn't getting past Bruno Fernandez, was he, Saf? Yeah, I mean, look, you look at look at look at the players he added from the river. You're never going to put uh, Jesse Lingard ahead of Bruno Fernandez. You know, yeah, no, it's not. It's just not going to happen. I think, I think I think Lingard knew that himself. It's the truth. <laughs> but it's good to see him obviously go somewhere, get minutes, because we all knew he's capable of going to a team like that and putting in good performances, and he's he's proven it because without playing a lot of football for ages, and then on his debut scoring two against Villa, and then he scored one against Spurs now as well. So. I think if a player not playing that much football, he's probably arguably the toughest league in the world. Fair play to him. He's come out on top and obviously he's had quite a few personal issues as well that have come out in the press. So fair play to him and hope he continues to do well. Yeah, Villa, Villa was a nice, easy, you know, warm-up game for him. First game for him to have, you know. So he took Grealish for a walk and now he's injured. So well done, Jesse mm. Lingard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised Sal didn't find something where Jesse Lingard should have been sent off that game. He got no, rejected no, by the just, FA. It's just goalkeeping, uh, goalkeeping errors in that game. We shouldn't have lost. Oh, yeah, boy. Argentina's finest. Andy Martinez has played loads of games for them. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was one that of was the a best good episode. Of... Thanks, Sanjay, was, was like, there like, for that as no, well. It's like, it's like when he said that Fred, Fred should be like, you know, Brazil's best player or something. I think it was just Fred versus Douglas, Douglas Louise in that podcast, but... Anyway, moving on. Yeah, that's all of our fan questions. So any questions from any of the six of us, by all means, go ahead, Rahil. I was going to say, probably it's been, it's been some time since we've done a five side. So I was going to say just on the spot, probably better if we think of it. But seeing as, seeing as we're on the uh, foreign uh, kind of topic throughout this podcast, I was going to say um, just a five side team, pick one player each from the top five leagues in uh, Europe. So like one from Syria, one from Bundesliga, one from La Liga. Good. And then I'd probably say I didn't really want to go with Prem, but I don't think anyone really wants to pick out of the French league. Nah, don't do do French. Don't do Prem because we always do Prem in it. So. Yeah, you can do with French, and then you've got Portuguese one league. I'd say yeah, you can do quite top. Like you know what I'm saying. For the yeah, record, no one, I, I, no one can pick like Ronaldo because he's played in the Prem and yeah. he's played in obviously Syria and he's played in La Liga. So for the record, for the record, two things. One, one, I've had a, a complaint from our. From one of our listeners saying all we do is talk about the Premier League, so we are we are being a bit yeah. we are showing variety today. So jokes on you. Yeah, because it's the best league in the world. It's the most entertaining league in the world. <laughs> and I, mean, I, like... I have to say as well, it's because we're not pretending to be people. We're not. We're not going to try and uh, joke around about Eredivisie or Serie A. We're not going to try and gas up things like we don't watch Atlanta versus Napoli or anything like that. So. Yeah, I'll tell you straight. I've not watched a single game outside the Premier League this season, apart from Champions League, mm. but. I've not watched the Serie A game. I've not watched the French League game. There's no point. Watch to the be, highlights. To be I've fair, I've watched, watched a few Serie A games of AC Milan and Inter Milan. They've been very entertaining for me this season. I haven't watched oh, yeah, that league at all. I, I, I regret not watching that one. I reckon yeah. probably going to be watching uh, thing Championship games next season. <laughs> uh, don't know how that works. We're currently sitting second. I mean, I don't see us dropping all the way down to the championship. Second bottom. In this generation, like oh. all the best players aren't really that loyal to their clubs. Yeah, but this, yeah, but this is what I'm saying. It can be all time. I'm not saying it has to be a player that's currently playing. It can be all time. Mm, that's good. Yeah, then. So I'm gonna go first with La Liga, and I'll go Messi. Yeah, I think I'd agree with that. Yeah, yeah that's easy. That. Well, we do. We're gonna do how many six players, right? So yeah. So La Liga's done. So we'll, let's go Italy. Let's go Serie A next. Carlo? No, man. 
Actually, I'm yes. Say, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm going uh, to say Maldini, you know, I don't think he's played in anything else apart from the uh, CVM show. Yeah, so it's I'm, literally just I'm been gonna, yeah, AC Milan I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to say Maldini, you know, one of the greatest centre backs of all time. Yeah, yeah, I agree with um, that. Then you can, yeah, Perlo or Francesco so, Tati. So, so far, we've got, oh, we've got no, 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 sorry, Tati. Oh, no, 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 yes, no, no, yes, no, 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 It'd be, I, for me, it'd be I, like Maldini, is, Del Piero, uh, then no, Totti. This is, this is not the most loyal fiver side. We can do that in the week if you want, but we're I doing would, it. See, I'm going to cheat on my wife. I know. Uh, I'm not I would cheat on my wife, but I could never cheat on Roma. Bro, Bro. this guy take him, is the take him out of the podcast. Of the Syria. Kick him out. The goal of the Syria. <laughs> get get him out of the podcast, lad. Nope, no, no. If, if you if you look at the, if you may have seen it, but there was that picture of Maldini that gassed up his longevity. He played against Maradona. Yeah. He played against Cristiano Ronaldo. Exactly. Yeah. Who do you know that defended against Diego Maradona and Cristiano Ronaldo? Come on, man. Messi as well. The uh, phenomenal Ronaldo. Really, everyone this guy defended against man. He's been yeah. done that over so many years. Come on, man. Maldini. We'll put that in. We'll put that on our socials. Maldini or Totti for Syria. Yeah, but for now we're going with Maldini. So we've got centre back Maldini. We've got uh, Messi up Messi. front. Liga and Syria done. Let's uh, go. Let's by the way, by the way, by the way, I don't condone anyone cheating on their wives. I'm just saying a quote. Uh, <laughs> I just got Totti. I, I won't cheat. I won't you know. cheat on my wife, Harris. So don't, don't worry about it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can just Let's imagine some of the listeners like in court in like a few weeks' time saying, oh, Alex Chowdhury convinced me to cheat on my wife. Why didn't that count? that told me to do it. If, 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 I'm sure you guys know, if nobody knows, I mean, if some, some of you don't know, it's something that he's very famous for saying. Mm. It just shows loyalty towards... Uh, yeah, but it doesn't Roma. mean you have to do it. No, I'm not saying you have to do it, but I'm just, I'm just clearing it up in it. I don't want to, I don't want to be taken out of context. You, you've just broken but, about five marriages with that. <laughs> Whatever, man. Trust me. We've got Syria defender. We've got a La Liga forward. A keeper, what do you want to go with? Which league? You have to go Germany for that. You have to be Germany. Yeah, you have to, you have to yeah. go yeah. Germany. No, Neuer, Kahn, Neuer. Weinfeller, maybe. Neuer. 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 Oliver Kahn, you know. Nah, Neuer, Neuer Prime. Neuer Prime is... Kahn, Pri- Kahn Prime is a different animal. Trust me. Yeah, that's what I'm Neuer. saying. Kahn Prime is too good. Just... just Nobody could really argue with going with either of them. So I think it's one of them. We got to keep no, yeah. yeah. No, I was just going to say, um, uh, I mean, I never watched much of Oliver Khan apart from highlights, but I never, like, no, yeah, he attacks a lot as well. He attacks more, um, as in, like, he comes he comes out more than mm, Oliver sweeps. Khan. So I'm not sure. So, um, yeah, it's a hard shot, that one. It's either one. Oliver Kahn was a beast between the sticks, you know what I'm saying? He was a, he was a monster. Let's have a vote then. So, me and Hamza are saying uh, Oliver Kahn, silent Agri. I'm saying, yeah. No, yeah. No, but I'm going Khan. I'm going Khan. All right, so it's oh, three, three, you got to be awkward in it. Where, right, where's Alex when you need we'll, him? We'll, 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 we'll put up a poll. Leave that for the socials. Leave that yeah, for the socials. We'll, we'll, we'll put a poll after this and we'll see what we get back from it. Sanjay, but come on, French League. Where are we going? Yes, Attack, yes. midfield. Where are you taking us? French League. I'm going to say go strike and play Kylian Mbappe, man. Go I'm going to say he's not. He has to be Kylian Mbappe. He's only played in the French yeah. League. Yeah. Mbappe, Mbappe sauce. 
That was well, easy. I mean, Mbappe, then. Sanjay, do you reckon Mbappe can become the next big thing in football? Do you reckon he can actually eclipse Ronaldo's numbers? Uh, if he um, if he's surrounded by the right people, yeah. I think he could. You know, you, you know when nah, I... No, nah, no, not, not Ronaldo's numbers. Ronaldo's numbers. I'll tell you why he could. No, it might, it might be harder for him. Don't, don't, even, don't even tell me. I don't want to know. He's not going to uh, do it for 15 years straight, yeah? Messi and Ronaldo done it for 15 years straight. But if they do it for 15 years, then we come back. He won't be able to. He will not be able to. I think the other thing is Mbappe's peaking early. Like He's still very, very young. And it seems like he's peaking already, whereas Ronaldo peaked when he was supposed to. Do you know what I mean? I'll tell you why we can't completely rule him out like some of you are doing. Um, I've been paying, paying more attention to him quite a bit more and more. Uh, it's about his mannerisms off the pitch. And you know, the, when you see him score a goal, I can see it in his eyes. He wants greatness. He, he's, not, he's, not, he's not just doing it for, for the, just for the money, etc. All that kind of stuff. Um, the things that he's saying off the pitch, you know, how he is on the pitch, I think he, he wants greatness. And I think that is the reason why we can't completely rule him out. You can't just say no. He's not. Yeah, I no, think there is a. Out, I think there's a strong possibility that um, he could he can get very close to Ronaldo or even eclipse it. Bro, yeah, but remember, the French league is oh. easy compared to the Prem and La Liga. It's like he's just stat padding, like playing with farmers and stuff every week. I yeah, look, but look, he, look how young he is to do what he's doing. He's even done it at the World Cup stage as well. He has some great yeah, performances has, there, and I think when he does switch teams. Which I think is going to be Real Madrid. He will he will carry on doing the same. I think he won't be Ronaldo. He won't. I think them two players. We will only realize how good they actually are when they retire. Because nobody will. People will come no back and like Mbappe will, but nobody will. Stop. Messi scored ninety goals in a calendar year. I think yeah, Mbappe is no more talented than Cristiano Ronaldo. No more talented than Cristiano Ronaldo. Don't be silly, man. Nah, nah he's more he's, talented. You, talent, but na- talent, naturally, naturally. Yeah, naturally, natural talent. You're telling me he's not mm. more talented than Cristiano. Like, ta- in terms of natural tra- talent. Right, if, you, if, 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 you, if you've got a cross put in the box and you need someone to jump in the air, who's taking it? Ronaldo, you're going to pick Ronaldo. Yeah, right now, but that's 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 pure athleticism. We've got to say. That's oh, just Mbappe pure won't athleticism. Mbappe won't get to that level. I think I think he could. I'm not saying he will, but I think he could. I don't think we can. I'm a massive say fan of him. Completely. I'm no. a massive fan of him. Yeah, I, I can. I, I think, think he's an he, unbelievable. I think Ronaldo, and Messi, Ronaldo and Messi are the greatest footballers of all time, and I don't think you're going to see anyone come close. That's my opinion. Right now, if you ask me, Eric, defend against one of these two, yeah, I'm picking defending as Ronaldo hands down all day. Yeah, so, look at the age no, of Ronaldo. Look at the age of Messi. Yeah, you know that's, that's another fair point. That's true. You know what? Okay, scratch that because. Ronaldo when he was at United when he was like doing defenders for fun uh, yeah, you, I don't want to play against that you can't, you can't get a definitive answer until say Messi and Ronaldo are gone yeah they're retired and then yeah. you'll see uh, Mbappe then you have to see his career out see him if he can do it for 15, 16, 17 years yeah five or six Ballon d'Ors later that's when we will be able to see or say that yo this well guy, you just stating the complete obvious there Seth what I'm trying to this, say this is guy, that you can't, you can't, all I'm saying is, you can't, you can't completely rule him out. No, you can't completely rule him out. That's what really is. I don't think you realise how good Ronaldo and Messi are. Of course I do. If you want to be having this debate, what I'm saying, I can't completely rule it out because the talent of what Mbappe has already done, the talent he has right now is absolutely mind-blowing. 
mind-blowing. So to confirm, we're, we're choosing Mbappe for our French league. Yeah, Thanks, course. Sanjay. Yeah. 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 No, that's good. So we've got what, French league, we've got... Let's go Let's go to the Dutch league. I'm thinking Within someone the... someone like Wesley Schneider, who's played at Ajax previously. He's been around Europe a bit. Uh, yep, Sam. Uh, in... This is where they get to like, This is what I'm saying. It's a good... It's a good that, what's his name? That uh, Quincy Promise was it? Promise, whatever. He was quite good, wasn't he? Wasn't he sent to jail? Stab someone. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Salim. Salim, choose him. He's a good player to choose, man. Yeah, but we're, we're basing it off football talent, not sort of criminal conviction. You're not wrong. You're actually not wrong there. Sorry, just to clarify, um, we've got Manuel Neuer in goal. We've got Maldini at the back. We've got Messi. I haven't gone midfield yet. So we've got three more players or two more players. How, was it five or six within Rahil? Um, five, but we can do six. If we oh, five, yeah. Can we get? Can we get? Can we get? Can we get a second Serie A player and put a Totti in there, please? No, <laughs> no, we can't. The jury says no. No, we're not doing it, mate. We're keeping fresh. What what the audience wants? A bit of variety. So, well, not the audience, just one person who messaged me. But yeah, we're getting variety. Oh, in. I've got that. What's his name? That David Neres guy. He's quite good. He's not got any criminal convictions. <laughs> so we've gone from the rules being he can only play in one league to now in criminal convictions. Yeah, well, apparently we has, they have to all be like CRB check now. Apparently, <laughs> what did what did Quincy promise to get CRB? I think he stabbed stabbed his cousin. Or oh, that's that's all right. Oh, actually, don't what do you mean? That's, that's not right. That's not no, right we don't at condone all. that. We don't condone. Yeah, that. but it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't like we're 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 talking about football. What what he's done off the pitch, obviously. That's what I said, but. Everyone has to get CRB check now. I know. I'm thinking of the De Boer brothers. I don't, think I don't think there'll be anyone, you know, that we can like pick from the top of our head. All I'm David thinking Neres. of is like Ram Van Persie, Daily Blimp, players that have been there and done that at other clubs and gone back. Yeah, I think, Rude, I think with this, Van Nistelrooy. With this one, we'll probably just have to break the rules and pick someone that's played there that's probably gone on and done better. Schneider. Where's Schneider? Mm. Where's Schneider in his prime was unbelievable. Let's, let's say Wesley Schneider in the Dutch team. That that breaks a loophole, right? Technically playing you know, in if, the Netherlands. If, if, if you're looking at, look, because obviously what we need, obviously, in this team now is a midfielder, up and down, box to box, complete. I'm gonna have that's to probably true. Say, I'm going to have to say Rude Gillett, you know. Ooh, that's a shout. That's a good FIFA shout for anyone playing FIFA Ultimate Team and got Rude Gillett. Yeah, he's team. very good as well. Nah, I've yeah. never seen Rude Gillett play personally, him, so I can't. i probably say him considering what we need because obviously that's what he was known for. Obviously, I didn't see much of him play, but I think hearing quite a few people, obviously, that watched him in his time and seeing a few get see a few of his performances, big games, I probably would say him because I think with our team at the moment, what we've got is obviously got a very good centre back, two very good forward men, and all we need pretty much is like a midfielder that can go box to box. So who's the second striker again? Sorry, Mbappe and Messi. Yeah, Mbappe and Messi, isn't it? Yeah, no, yeah, I'd probably say because probably Mbappe and Messi probably wouldn't be the best to uh, backtrack and help out the defenders. But no, really, I'll, I'll I'll back that. I'll still say Wesley Schneider because I've seen the guy. Yeah, Schneider, Schneider is a really good shot. It controlled the midfield properly. Do really well going forward and going backwards as well. He's what about a, he's a uh, I, I was going to say Frankie De Jong, but obviously he's played in La Liga. But if we're going to loophole it, he's not a bad shot. Nah, it's a good loophole actually, Frankie De Jong. It's just because because we've seen Schneider kind of do that, and it got to what Ballon mm-hmm. d'Or second or third in Ballon d'Or that year as well. Took the the Netherlands to what the World Cup final. Oh my God, Saf, that could easily have been one of those, you know, what games would you go back in history? World Cup final in, in Johannesburg, seeing Iniesta score that last minute goal in extra time. Yeah, Imagine the I scenes thought, in Johannesburg. Oh, yeah. Of all the World Cups we fought, we forgot about that one. 
Oh, I, I didn't I forget. Going. I had that in my head. But I wanted Holland. I'd, I'd rather see my Champions League one. I was I wanted Holland to win that final. Robin messed Same. up. He messed up what two really good chances. Yeah, against he, should, he, should, he should have buried that to be honest. And then we go. Let's we got one more league to go. Portuguese league, I'd say. That's the only one I can think of. That's like a mate. Or unless we want to go MLS or something. Pick Landon Donovan. Now we'll go Portuguese league. Portuguese league, I, I, like. We've said it before, and I think we'll probably keep saying it. It's one of the best leagues for uh, buying young talents and seeing them progress in the Premier League and in the big leagues and things like that. And I did that previously with my scouting report with Darwin Nunes at the beginning of the season. I was doing really well for Benfica at the moment. We don't need another strike. I'm not going to put him in there. But he's literally someone that's literally been there and, and done really well for Benfica this season. All because Spurs loaned in Vinicius as a second striker. So thank you, Jose Mourinho, for doing that. We've seen the emergence of Darwin Nunes. Where would we need another player? Defence, another midfielder, another striker. I'd say another midfielder, basically. Yeah, probably another midfielder or another defender. Mm. Get Deco in there. Deco's a shout. Been at Chelsea, been at Barcelona. He's been been around as well. We can loophole and put Deco in. He was he was one of those original um, number sixes, basically, as a playmaker before Xavi and Iniesta came through. Uh, Deco right, was right. a great player, man. It was fun to watch. Rui Costa. He's one. Adam Gattuso. Gattuso didn't play in Portugal, did he? Oh, shit. Oh, we're talking about Portugal. Mm. Sorry. He said it with confidence as well. He said it with chess. Gattuso's going to fight. Nah, let's do it. If we're going back to Syria, I want Totti in there. We're not going to Syria. We're not going back to Italy. I'll send you guys a Totti video, bro. Absolutely crazy, man. Not watching. Let me know what you think. Nah, so emotional good. video, man. Nah, but I can't believe how you'll have him in the father's or team over Maldini. Absolutely, absolutely. He should basically be in the team over Maldini because he created a video that you like. And he said that he wouldn't, uh, or he wouldn't shoot his... for those no. no, 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 no. No, so they're, no, the, they're no, the two things no, you hyped about no. in backing him up. Okay, just ju- that was just me trying to explain what his loyalty was towards Roma. Is that's a, that's a big reason. Quality footballer, you know, he's got a great mentality, and I would love, I would love to for him to be in the five side team, well, six side or five side team. That you want, have you watched Totti a lot? I watched him enough. You know, this it sounds like that weird BL question, isn't it? What's the number like that? for Roma? I rather. Yeah, well, I do, but I can't remember his number. So you can't remember his number. That's why I said. That's why I said I watched him enough. Wait, number ten. That was one of the most iconic things for Tottenham. That shirt number. I'm sure they retired it or something, haven't they? Mm. Is that how Maldini's free got retired as well? Number ten. But yeah, Portuguese league. I'm thinking Grimaldo is a really good left back at Benfica at the moment. I'll be surprised if he doesn't move to a big club this summer or the summer after. He's doing really well. We've had so many good players from them come over to England as well. But let's loophole it and go for Deco just for argument's sake. We could easily play a, pick a Benfica or a Sporting Lisbon player or a Porto player in. Actually, let, yeah, he's the outstanding uh, yeah. Portuguese player. I'm let's go sure. for someone from that Porto team in um, Jose Mourinho's era when he was playing. Costinha, he did really well. They had... Um, even Deco, Nunes, Deco was in that team, wasn't he? He was in that team. Before we move to Barcelona, wow, this, yeah, Deco, we're going with Deco, man. Let's go with Deco, yes, Sanjay. We've got a Porto link in there for you. Deco plays in the um, 
Indian Premier League at the minute. Did you know that? He's no, feeling... seriously. Yeah. I don't even know he's still playing. Huh? Telugu Tigers. Oh, <laughs> as in the fo- football, yeah. Mad. That's really good. That's mad. They played him still going. <laughs> I thought he'd have retired ages ago, but that's a really good thing. To I, thought, I, thought you said, I thought you said he changed uh, um, professions, man. Yeah, oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. IPL. Oh my god, Deco and the IPL. <laughs> uh, any more questions from everyone or are we happy for that to be it? I've got one. I've got one. Go for it. It's probably a deluded or an Arif one. But yeah, go for it. Yeah, I just wanted to ask Arif how uh, Bielsa's doing. If you've seen him lately. <laughs> or... You know, they're, they're, they're achieving their expectations in the league. I think they're still playing great football. They're still entertaining to watch. And, you know, they're, they're, they're delivering on their expectations, which isn't to win the league. So, I thought that was Bielsa's uh, translator speaking then. <laughs> Juventus winning 3 news by the way. Ronaldo's good too. It is what it is, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, world-class players do world-class things. Did you, but you should have seen the way, the way, the way they lost to Arsenal that day. Running about, and they lost to what Crystal Palace on the weekend as well, Friday night. Yeah, but no, Wolves, sorry. Yeah, Wolves. But, yeah, but it's not that they lost, it's the way they lost. You know, I, I think so you we, know, so the way some people that. criticize this team is like they're supposed to come from the championship last season and win the league. You know, it's, it's I don't have nothing else to say on that. Shall I move on super to the next topic linking that with it? Yeah, so basically, we <laughs> know Salim has a knack of mentioning things in the podcast and then. On the weekend, getting made to regret it. Guess who leads the thing this weekend, lads? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Villa, Villa, Ellen Road. Oh, oh, I can't wait. You know what? I'll, you know what? I'll, I'll go, I'll go to the. Yeah, I'll go through the. Uh, and I'll come to you all one by one and just give me a prediction quick one, yeah? Go for it. Um, so Manchester City, West Ham. Um, I'll ask Saf, who do you reckon is going to win? Manchester City, West Ham? Yep. I, I just have the Etihad as well. Uh, 3-1 City City Fair enough uh, West Brom Brighton will go Arif <laughs> um, I, th- I think I think Brighton will take it I would say 2 or 3 now With Ooh. West Brom playing home Yes Still Bear yes. in mind It is a big game Relegation as well Both teams are I think, I think I think West Brom are just way too weak I, I, don't, I can't see them winning that game Fair enough We've got uh, Leeds with Aston Villa We'll go to you Salim Ooh, I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go one nil Villa. One nil Villa. Cheeky away goal. Cheeky away win. Is, is Grealish um, gonna be back for that game? Uh, I don't think so. I'll really? take him on my fantasy then. It depends if Chizora is still in camp or not. <laughs> if you know, right, you know. We'll, we'll go. Uh, <laughs> we'll go Newcastle versus Wolves. We'll come to you, Sanjay. Uh, Newcastle playing home. I think it'll be Wolves 2-0. Wolves 2-0. Um, that's all the games on Saturday. We'll go Sunday. Uh, Palace, Fulham, London Derby. Hamza, what do you reckon? I reckon it's got to be Palace, man. I reckon I reckon they'll do it. Palace at home, right? Palace at home, yeah. Yeah, 1-0. Scott Parker's doing well for Fulham at the moment, but I think Palace will get it. Roy Hodgson will get them back into form. Some more quality players, haven't they? Mm. Well, Fulham have got a, a really good system at the moment. Like when we played against them, the three-five-two and and the wide forwards that always come in, they're really good at holding the line. But I reckon with Crystal Palace at the moment, they'll, they'll nick a win. One nil. No, decent shot. I'll, I'll ask you the next one as well. We'll go back around. 
um, the other way. So Leicester City versus Arsenal, which will, I think will be a very good game. Probably, oh my God. Arguably, probably game of the weekend. Leicester City playing home. Arsenal I, I, game as well. I would disagree. There's another game on the weekend. I think it's going to be bigger. But Leicester are going to win 3-2 for me. I think Leicester mm. are going to do it. I think it's going to be. I, don't, I can't see Arsenal scoring two goals. If they finish in three two, it will be game of the weekend. But yeah, now I, I think Arsenal will give them a good game. I think, to be honest with you, considering they conceded so early against Man City, I think they gave them a decent game considering how many goals Man City have been playing. Plus, they also started with De Bruyne and Gundogan together, who have been probably arguably the two best players um, so uh, yeah. far this season. Remember, I both of them are playing Europa game. League on Thursday as well. So they're yeah. both playing. I think. Arsenal have to go to Athens for some stupid reason to play their neutral game against yeah. Benfica, which is silly. I think it's the COVID rules and everything, but I think it will be a, an open game and Brendan Rodgers has got this, this Leicester team fighting for top four Champions League. They can't mess up Champions League now, I don't think, Leicester City. Rahil, tell us, Man United versus Chelsea, we know we know you saved that for yourself, so go for it. That's, now, that's my game wasn't gonna, I was going to open that one to everyone and uh, <laughs> mainly ask Saf- Safian and Arif because obviously Safian sports Chelsea Arif United, so between them, I just wanted them to probably talk about it, who they think will win and why. I think it's going to be, um, I don't know, 1-1, you know, 1-1. Let me, let me just quickly put one thing in there. Thomas Tuchel and Ole Gunnar Solskjaer have had a few recent good battles with each other in the past couple of years, so I think it could be another one, but yeah. Sal, you're oh, exactly but... saying 1-1. Was it, was it a big scoring game last, last, last time? Uh... We won 3-1 oh, at uh, PSG and Rashford scored yeah. that last minute penalty. Apparently, that was 3-1, and then we beat them 2-0. 2-1 again. But then they beat, beat us 3-1 and 2-0 at Old Trafford. Yeah. So we basically beat them at their ground, and they beat us at our ground twice <laughs> each. So pretty yeah, good I, I, I don't change it, then I think it's going to be 2-2. 2-2. What about you? Um, I'm going to go 2-0 Man United. Clean sheet yeah, against Chelsea. Confident. Yeah. Yeah. A very confident clean sheet against Chelsea. At Chelsea ground, I, I can't see a clean I can't see a clean sheet happening. Even against Newcastle, we, we conceded the call. I got a question. I got a question for Sal regarding the game. Penalty bingo. One minute. Bruno Fernandez getting a penalty, Sal. Uh, so I'd say I'd say illegitimate penalty. <laughs> Love it. Twenty seventh. Twenty seventh. Twenty seventh minute, <laughs> mate. If 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 it's a twenty minute, once lockdown finishes, I'll take you out to eat. Oh, you're going to take me to your cousin's place in... I'll take you wherever you want, Salim. I'll even travel travel to Bradford to come see you and take you on your own (laughs) home time. We can go to to your cousin's place, Mr. T's. You know, your cousin, the one that owns... It's your uncle that owns Mr. T's. This isn't a sponsored vid, by the way, on advert. But your uncle owns it, right? You can plug it for him if you want. You've got your... He's he's indirectly promoting his own business. I'm just doing your uncle a favour, but yeah. Yeah, and then we'll move on to Sheffield United versus Liverpool. Bottom of the table, Sheffield against strugglers, Liverpool, who are going to be playing away from home, which probably could suit Liverpool. What do we reckon? Everyone can go for this one. I think uh, I think Liverpool win. Yeah. How many goals? Yeah, uh, I think it'll be a cheeky 2-0 Liverpool. I think if you... They're probably the only team in the league that probably I'd say confidently right now Liverpool would probably beat. Because I think mm-hmm. the defence is looking shaky and anyone probably with a decent front forward attack can, can get goals. But I just can't see Sheffield United scoring, if I'm honest. They're just mm-hmm. too bad this season and they're pretty much... I'm going to Sheffield. Yes, oh, that, that's pretty... Hide in his face right there. That's uh, more than I hope. Yeah, it'd be good to see. It'd be yeah, it'd be great to see. I mean, <laughs> if, if Sheffield do win, 
I think it it makes I don't know it just complete darkness for Liverpool. Then I don't know. Man, Henderson's just, injured, isn't it? it yeah, right. he is. Uh, yeah. yeah. Their best go. makeshift centre back of the season is now injured. So it's what Phillips and Kabak at the back. Someone and Juju on their team. I'm telling you, man. Mm. <laughs> I don't get why you just not just play compensate and play five at the back. Yeah, I'm not just play extra midfielder. Is that and all the games? So we'll go one more prediction out of the Premier League because I think we've got a few people complaining we don't uh, talk enough about the other leagues, even though we have. But we'll end it on a uh, last uh, game. We've got a good one in Syria. We've got Roma versus AC Milan on the Sunday evening. We've got Roma's biggest fan here on this podcast. We're quite lucky about that. Uh, I think he's <laughs> he loves the video. Of Francesco I think he's predicting Totti's going to score. Seen as Totti didn't play for Roma anymore. Uh, what did you say? AC Milan? Was it AC Milan? Uh, I want AC Milan to Roma, win. Roma are fourth. AC Milan are second. There's five. Yeah, four five. I want, well, I want AC Milan to still win the league. So um, I, need, I need AC Milan to win. I'm asked who you want to win. I'm asked who do you think is going to win. AC Milan. And I want them to win as well. Zlatan Ibrahimovic will score, score at least one goal. No goal for Totti. <laughs> Sadly, yeah, one everyone else, and then we'll wrap up, lads. Yeah, they're both playing Europa League games as well this week. So um, I think Roma are drawing in the Europa League game. So I think it's going to be two-two. It's, it's, they're norm- AC Milan are playing some fun football this year, and I'm quite enjoying yep. what Pioli's doing. But it's like we, we said before, we want to see a team come back from the ashes of being like a really bad or dull team, which they have been the last six, seven years. But I reckon AC Milan will get Champions League football, but I reckon it will be a two-two, especially after losing so bad against Inter Milan. Personally. Well, they lost to Inter and then drew in the Europa League and then lost in Syria. Mm. So they're on a bit of a bad run at the moment, but who knows? It's what these games are for. That's it. That's, that's it. That's it. We're all good. I think we'll wrap it there. Just want to say to everyone, thank you very much for coming back on the podcast. It's been a really good re- reunited podcast. Sanjay, <laughs> thank you for joining us at uh, short notice. It's great to have you back. Uh, before we leave, Sanjay, do you want to just tell us what you're up to these days? It's been a while since the conversation. How's business uh, going? Podcast, podcast going okay? Oh, good, man. Just working. Podcast. Got a new one coming out um, in a couple of weeks' time. With um, uh, Yeah, I won't announce it yet, but yeah, some good guests on it. Oh, um, he's just about to announce it. Man. He's going to release <laughs> it. He's like... about to give me the exclusive. <laughs> but no, no. So yeah, all good, man. And just busy at work, man. As I uh, hope all you guys are as well. We're blessed to even be in employment at the minute, so... Just count our blessings, man. Definitely. Yeah, man. yeah, we had news today from the government that um, football's going to be back. What that, that was one of the news I wanted to finish on. So it was, what, 29th March that we're going to get football 29th, back? Yeah, fingers crossed. Get the Oh, wait, I need to lose some of this fat so I can, you know, get back to normal, man. I need to lose all of it. Nah, it'll be good. Can't wait to see everyone back at Friday Night Football and hopefully we'll see a lot of you next week. But everyone, thank you very, very much for coming on the show. Uh, everyone listening we've we'll probably put so much on the content on social media at the moment because of all the chats it's going to be fun editing this I'm going to have so much love yeah, just yeah, editing yeah. this podcast <laughs> it's going to be good uh, but no thanks everyone for coming on speak to you all soon take care bye bye see you later guys take care